Welcome to Transition, a brand new podcast from Gadgets 360. Here we are going to be talking about gaming and pop culture. And today we have a fantastic science fiction book that we are going to be discussing. So first up, let me introduce the guests on this show. First of all, we have Kavaljit, who is the head of technology for NDTV Convergence. Uh, thanks, Pranay, for inviting to the first episode of Transition. Thank you. And we also have Akil, who works with the Apps team. Hello, and thank you for inviting me. Yeah, and as usual, I'm your host, Pranay, and I am a fan of science fiction. I read a lot of science fiction books, and I also watch a lot of science fiction films. And I write about pop culture for Gadgets Three Sixty. So I guess that establishes my street cred for this podcast. <laughs> All right so uh, the book that we are going to be talking about today is Ready Player 1 a science fiction novel set in the near future that's the year 2044 it imagines a post apocalyptic type future i mean it's not exactly a nuclear holocaust that's happened in the world but it's still pretty grim and what happens in this world is there is a big massively multiplayer online game called Oasis which is based in virtual reality and in that game our lead characters and um uh, our lead characters nemesis uh, these people are in there and they are all competing for a big prize the big prize is control of oasis itself in the book it says that this is something like a 240 billion dollar corporation and whoever wins the game will eventually gain control of this so for this i suppose our uh, lead character is what a teenager when he starts off yeah yes yeah so all these teenagers are competing in a game and uh, it looks like they have no life uh, <laughs> so they spend practically all day inside the game yeah so yeah i mean what do you guys think about this uh, book i mean where, where should we start yeah i think uh, just to start with i probably am the only one born in the 70s here so if you see the premise of this game uh, or the actual contest which heliday sets up for the world is find an easter egg or three keys which are easter eggs in this game and you win the prize so most of the uh, actually all of the easter eggs are based on 80s trivia pop trivia and it's not madonna and george michael trivia it's more george hughes and gaming and atari and and a lot of that so it's probably towards the nerds and the geeks of 80s so it appeals to me a little because even though i became a teenager in the 90s I think India got most of these games and all in late 80s <laughs> yeah. or early 90s so yeah. it fits in in some kind of weird timeline that I was one of the guys who played all these games growing up. So for me it was quite a nostalgia trip. Uh I enjoyed reading the book. It's probably not the most complex book to read. Uh probably slotted into young adult <laughs> fiction. Uh easy read. Uh, I when we thought about discussing this uh, podcast I read the book again in 3 days. Uh and also probably different from what akil and pranay would do i read it as an audio book so you know maybe the pronunciation only i'll get right <laughs> yeah. of, of the names <laughs> but but i enjoyed it and i mean probably we'll spend most of the next half an hour trashing the book because there are so many issues we found in it but i think the overall theme is that we enjoyed the book uh, and because we are reviewing it it probably means we all enjoyed it in some sense and then That's we'll true. we'll trash it now so. yeah i'll say this that i enjoyed it a lot when i read it first but uh, on the reread for the podcast i realized that okay it's not that good <laughs> yeah because we have been overly critical right reading a book trying to find holes for for a young adult kind of book it it's fine but, but still, i think it, it is a it even on the reread it was very addictive and i right. found myself finishing it as soon as i could right just like the first time around 
yeah and now it makes even more sense with vr so prevalent right in our day to day discussions on tech right so yeah. what do you think of the book i think it's a great book and it's written like a very good sci-fi you know action flick in a way there's a virtual world right there's monsters there's leveling up <laughs> right. i mean what's not to like if yeah. you love gaming right yeah. and it's in first person so i mean you know you see what the protagonist is doing so yeah. and it's not complex it's not like the timelines are not multiple it's not going back and forth i think the only complex bit is because you are in a game or the protagonist is in a game he to win the contest he has to get into other games inside the game correct so i think that's probably the deepest it gets into but i think it's done well yeah yeah but it's it's not complex at all i at least i think so yeah. uh, because what happens is once he goes into the, uh, once he goes into the oasis uh, which is a vr game he goes and plays all these uh, 2D games like Pac-Man and right. all. Yeah. So it's it's not like Inception where it's like going deeper into the game and hey, all that. Hey, but those are just some of the games available there, right? Yeah. I think they also mentioned having cloned World of Warcraft into the system. I can't remember if it was Warcraft there. is not from the 80s, so probably not. Like in the mention like all games have been cloned they like do, the actually, Star Wars. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The well, old Star well, the contest Wars. is around 80s trivia, but yeah, Oasis yeah, yeah. has everything. all the new games as yeah, well, right? Yeah. So the world is like doomed. most yeah. people spend time inside it our protagonist is living in something called stacks yeah, yeah. which is basically stacked the uh, army mobile homes yeah. Yeah. what is it stacked yeah. like boxes like those shipping containers yeah most, <laughs> even those shipping those containers also mentioned yeah. mentioned right. and there's rvs and so uh, what i loved is that uh, this guy our lead character uh, wade watts right. also yeah. known as what parziwal parziwal yeah parziwal parziwal <laughs> <laughs> So the book, uh, yeah. so the audio book is narrated by Will Wheaton, who, yeah. who is actually quite a famous character, a uh, famous person, and yeah. he is actually referenced in the book as well. Correct. Yeah. Him and Corey Doctorow were supposed yeah. to be presidents of OSS <laughs> yeah, or the yeah, internet yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's quite a coincidence that he's reading the book. Yeah. So um, <laughs> our lead character here, he lives in one of these stacks in I don't know, so twenty sixth floor or some some crazy height like that. Right. Uh, he has this really cool hideout which he finds while just trawling around uh, all the trash that's around his uh, junk trailer park. Yeah. yeah. Which is like half buried, so that gives him some kind of. Uh, like the one thing that's not there in in the real world in mm. in the book that is privacy right mm. he, he values it more than anything else and well he yeah. himself personally because he's yeah. poor he's living with his aunt and yeah. some 15 other people Correct. so yeah. Yeah. but, but the rich people have it yeah and uh, i mean you know the conditions that he lives in are also pretty bad right. uh, in terms of you know so that's his escape oasis is his yeah. escape and most poor people around the world yeah, yeah. Uh, but okay there's some problems here first of all this is a world where you know nobody seems to have much money people don't have jobs this um, wade's aunt is stealing his food vouchers yeah. and you know he's he has to just struggle for food and somehow there is internet access everywhere and right. somehow everybody is already into oss right? and wireless so, internet so, access okay, so we have started now trashing the book right <laughs> <laughs> so let me try defending all this right so first of all if your world has nothing and only oss is the only thing then yeah. internet becomes a commodity right it's like yeah. saying you don't have whatever like you know like if your world is about delivering tiffins and you don't have like cycles then you would question yeah. it right like if this is the world they live in and internet is the only escape then i guess right. uh, internet and internet access would be quite perceived per- the higher the need yeah, yeah. the more you know people will figure out a way yeah. to okay. get so at least basic internet defended. access <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i find it very surprising that you know like i mean okay i think um, my first problem with the book is uh, let's just get to the basic problem is that 
you know what happens is initially he has this huge tale uh, that that he talks about mm-hmm. uh, the uh, writer he just has this wall of text initially Correct. which says that okay this is 2044 right. uh, the yeah. world is like this then james halliday has this video and in this video he says this 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 mm-hmm. so he says all of these things it's almost like you know look this is all the these are all the boring details yeah, right. so i just want to get it out of the way first he's just prefacing it like this yeah. the world get yeah. used to it yeah, so, i'm not going to explain it yeah it's like yeah. a prelog he has yeah. put in so that don't yeah. bore me i am not going to bore you or this, these yeah. are not interesting bits you just have to assume all this is yeah, yeah, yeah. so i think a much better way to introduce all of these things would have been to like through events yeah. Like yeah. In, in the book itself but you know if this is the style he's chosen it's a very movie thing to do yeah, yeah in fact yeah, the yeah. first uh, i'll say the first hour of the book or probably first 50 60 pages of the book there's just like trying to recap of what has happened yeah, yeah. there's no excitement so far Correct. nothing happens i think he gets the first key probably like 50 70 80 pages into mm-hmm. the book so obviously nothing happens the whole setup is being explained in the first Correct. half an hour and i think even his the... aunt is only shown once yeah yeah they are not important characters yeah. just trying to so set the up the entire preface is just like this is my family yeah. this is the world yeah, yeah. that's where i live the second point it's yeah. like since this is written in first person it almost reads like a diary uh, it almost feels like it's everything is just being written so that you know our character will eventually you know yeah. like at the beginning itself our character is going to but work. i think yeah. it is meant like that i think parzival has said that this is my story no he yeah. says he actually starts about that 5 years have gone since holiday's uh, announcement has come and no one has wa- like opened got the first key yeah. also yeah. and i find it and yeah. this is how i find it yeah. Yeah. and so right now we don't know if he's going to win obviously it's yeah. a feel good book so we know he's going to win but at least it starts with 5 years from now and then it starts from current event right Correct. i think yeah. that's what i got Correct. yeah so plenty of things in this book seem that way like they've mm-hmm. been written so that you know certain things can happen in, at certain points right. uh, course, yeah. yeah so this for example let's just talk about this family mm-hmm. uh, there is an aunt mm-hmm. and who ha- who keeps changing her boyfriend's one every once in a while and each boyfriend is as horrible as the other and each of them comes and eventually bullies our lead character yeah. and so, takes away all the gadgets he has yeah <laughs> which he manages to salvage and repair yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and our, i don't know what how old is he at, at that i think he's 15 at that yeah. Yeah. or younger he's actually 13 or something because no, he's 17 I, by the time he's in the contest right so yeah, five yeah. years oh, right. gap yeah. yeah it's possible so at, at so that he, age by the way so first of all he's quite a smart character yeah. he knows that how is. to fix gadgets he is yeah. a kind some kind of photogenic memory he can you know remember every single movie that holiday <laughs> <laughs> likes he and it's not one in yeah, fact yeah. one of the irritating things about the book is which i was discussing with akil was holiday had like 500 movies that were his favorites <laughs> quote and quote he had 500 Games. books which were his favorites <laughs> yeah. like how many favorites did holiday have yeah. and unlike uh, this wade wards who had nothing to do in his life except to learn about holiday's obsessions holiday had his life <laughs> he actually <laughs> was writing software an, he is shown as an introvert so it's yeah, quite likely that's all he did it just doesn't add up like the timelines or between both what holiday liked and yeah. all his obsessions and then wade wards learning everything yeah. over and over again to the point that he can spout every dialogue from <laughs> films like to the t and you know it like it seems like yeah. maybe he's like 40 years old by now <laughs> to so, yeah, have there, actually uh, there was a time in my life when i used to have college for only 4 hours in the day right. and i spent all my time just watching science fiction movies right. so 
I practically slept only for like 2-3 hours right. every night and I managed a maximum of 5 movies a day. Right. And you look at the amount of information Halliday has, right. you yeah. know, like the amount of things he likes. Right. And even then, he's become a genius programmer right. who started this company. And <laughs> made so many popular games. Yeah, right. so he had so much like oasis. And personally, you know, programmed these worlds inside yeah, yeah. the games yeah. which were his favorite. So. Yeah, I think he's found some way to make every day 60 hours or 80 hours yeah. or something like that. It's, it just doesn't I think up. with that much intake of culture you wouldn't mind if it was 60 hours a day so, <laughs> so we will have to put this in that suspension of disbelief right that yeah. okay we'll assume yeah. both Wade Walls and Halliday had all this time to yeah, do actually the this. first person narrative helps a lot with that yeah, it right. almost feels like this one guy is telling his story let's just hear him out yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it's okay That's chalo true. chalo yeah. you, you, we get yeah. it you know all yeah. this yeah. <laughs> so yeah first uh, I don't know like you said 50-60 pages pretty much nothing happens yeah. this wall of text you know you just get through it somehow right. and once that although can I say the first chapter is good hmm. because hmm. it it starts with a good intro it sucks you into the story that yeah. it's like billions of dollars on stake the yeah. world's yeah. only entertainment slash you know time where people time spend is up for uh, grabs hmm. and this kid has actually managed to get his name into that hmm. scoreboard where he's the first guy to get it so you know like the first whatever hmm. two pages three pages gets you into the book so that's good yeah. but then you have to like live with those next yeah. 73 <laughs> 74 pages trying to get the real action starts revealing <laughs> right. yeah so if you don't like you know reading history and all i suppose you won't really enjoy this too much but then i would suggest that you still you know just bear with power it, right? through those pages <laughs> yeah, yeah. because after that the real video game begins yeah. and that's yeah. when the interesting events start happening yeah. so akil do you think uh, once again the fact that for 5 years all of these people are looking for this one key and there is already a clue in the game uh, like it, he releases a video right? right at the end of it he gives a clue yeah 5 years nobody can find one key and suddenly you know somehow our protagonist manages to find it and it's on the planet that our protagonist is in oasis and it's on the planet he can't get uh, off at sorry, all sh- should we at some point say this is a spoiler full of <laughs> podcast i think it's too late for that yeah <laughs> okay yeah okay so given enough spoilers lots of spoilers here you know don't don't, don't even like bother to listen to it if you if you care yeah. about such a thing we may spoil some other books also like harry potter and all <laughs> yeah we may <laughs> yeah so you know apologies in advance yeah. Yeah. let's just roll with it so i think that for the first 5 years maybe for the first year like there maybe have been a lot of excitement around trying to find the key but like they mention in the book itself it starts to wane and you know people may not believe in it anymore that this might even be real hmm. and while our characters and protagonists are powering through IOI like has an entire okay, army. Okay, so who's IOI? IOI are IOI are are very friendly villains <laughs> who also run the ISPs of the world. Right. Innovative online industries. Yeah. The big bad evil corporation. Yeah. And we well, are trained are to they they kill real humans outside the virtual <laughs> world also. So I think Ernest Kleiner trained us to start hating ISPs early <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> And yeah so that's another problem i mean yeah. Yeah. so the way it is set up is that uh, while wade was watts and many others are looking for the keys and and uh, access to oasis there is a corporation called ioi yeah. which is actually spending millions of dollars collecting this hundreds and thousands of people to actually f- trying to find the key for them yeah. yeah so they have all the experts who are ready to take money Led and by do... a disgruntled ex employee oh yeah right <laughs> of gss yes relation system right so <laughs> so th- they are the villains of the story and it's like these 
underdogs versus this massive corporation yeah. Yeah, again I mean, typical of what you would expect <laughs> from a and ioi sounds like a typical gold farming sweatshop yeah <laughs> so yeah uh, the ioi people have a lot of resources clearly and yeah. they have a lot of money they're pouring it all in into trying to um, the oology division as they call it yeah oology <laughs> which <laughs> stands for the egg oology is the study of eggs okay. yeah so, so they since they're yeah. hunting so the easter egg, egg. Yeah. yeah so yeah i'll just introduce uh, the good guys in this yeah. it's it's um, egg hunters also known as gunters. gunters so it's basically gunters versus <laughs> sixers so sixers are all ioi employees uh, would ioi called man- sixers because each of them have like a six digit code yeah in so, the virtual yeah. world yeah, yeah so their avatar is called ioi dash yeah. a six digit, digit number which begins yeah. with six which begins with six yeah, yeah so <laughs> sixers versus gunters and you know that's that's a basic premise of of the game inside yeah. oasis that's going on right now the villains are very simple they're easy to identify they have no names they're just numbers yeah i mean there is no easy to they, hate them right no gray area yeah, over here right yeah. i mean it's like faceless it, yeah people, right so exactly. yeah and so many things are written in the book so that you just hate the villains even more yeah, like yeah. like you know as soon as our lead character uh, mr wade he finds the first key uh, eventually ioi comes and offers him a lot of money mm-hmm. and tells him basically please sell out become our employee we'll give you everything yeah. you ever need and some big bonus right like a 50 million dollar bonus if yeah. you yeah. find the the actual easter egg yeah <laughs> and uh, also like uh, even first you know our, our uh, lead character obviously he's had no money in his entire life this is the first big offer he gets mm. but still he has to hold to his morality right so, yeah <laughs> although like you pointed out his morality doesn't come in when he actually sells his yeah avatar for branding for branding, branding he gives his voice but for... hey, he needs money right he yeah. needs to eat well he could have got the money from the sixers yeah <laughs> like at what point do you become immoral <laughs> It's like he he just goes first he tells him okay I'm taking your offer this is very good yeah. now then he tells the like the head of that the disgruntled ex employee right. Sorrento mm-hmm. he tells him you know what, my I have three requirements first is you need to be fired right. and I need your position <laughs> and the people above you they need to like acknowledge this right. immediately right, right now and they do it right in front yeah, of him yeah. and then he tells him no but I've actually reconsidered it in the last 15 yeah, seconds they... so stop it yeah <laughs> it's the they old switcheroo right yeah. <laughs> old switcheroo right yeah and then the next next thing that happens is immediately there's a shot of the trailer that he lives in the stacks yeah the stacks and there's a massive explosion right there yeah. so his entire family is killed including that poor little sweet aunt who helps him out with food yeah. Yeah. no 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 that's the old lady aunt. the sweet old lady yeah, yeah. the neighbor old lady yeah. Yeah, the aunt neighbor. was not very sweet to me yeah me. so they call her aunt gilmore in the yeah. in the book mrs miss gilmore miss, miss, uh, <laughs> i remember her miss g mrs yes who actually somehow was born in the 70s and yeah. 80s and helps wade wards with all the <laughs> easter egg knowledge that he wanted yeah so like we said everything has been written to you know uh, push our character in, in the direction of victory yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know it, another problem with the character is that because it's first person when he narrates the story to us he's quite simple and like straightforward correct. whereas he has this really nice intelligent witty persona when he's in the oasis which mm. is also first person mm. so how come for us he's like a boring guy narrating a story <laughs> and he suddenly becomes like this very cool using all these slang words <laughs> when he like, explains that right he's only good like as his persona like we also want that kind of witty guy <laughs> explaining us that's not for us it's only for his friends in the oasis if he had written anyways. the book in the oasis it may have been witty yeah. <laughs> yeah but you the reader are a dumb person right if i use all these smart trash talk things we won't get it yeah. <laughs> we are from poor old 2016 right yeah. <laughs> we are not from 2044 <laughs> yeah so you know we've uh, 
touched upon the fact that Oasis are pretty much like uh, stereotypical cardboard cutouts, pantomime villains, whatever you want to call them. Uh, there is, there. Why do these gunters hate the Oasis? Akil, do you want to talk about? Yeah, uh, hate the, the IOI people. So yeah. the uh, a few things that Wade Watts discovers about IOI after his meeting with Sorrento lead him to believe that IOI is cheating at the game, like how they have figured out any user can use any other user's avatar in the game regardless of being logged in or not oh yeah they have this multi-user yeah setup. like they have <laughs> set up a farm literally yeah. and they are using every exploit possible to win the contest yeah but and I mean, that doesn't go down well with our community of gunters but when they, they also learn have it. grouped together to help but each see, other see grouping and cheating yeah, is yeah. Like quite different. Grouping is they're not helping each well, other. We great. see Ch- cheating to say that okay, you are an expert in eighties <laughs> games, then you sit in this console. No, whereas cheating asking as you in... are good and you tell me how to do this is you know like. But this cheating is to gain like an unfair advantage. See, whereas the gunters they may be helping themselves in the grander scheme, but they're not telling each other's clues. No, which is shown constantly group, do, right? yeah in a, in a clan yeah, clan. in a so clan right. yeah in a clan but so then there are so many hundreds of clans right so sixer is a clan if you consider them but a clan sixers also have the massive financial backing oh, of an ISP <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean like how Just can you do that yeah, they have money they are bullying us poor people that's the problem but yeah their problem mostly is with the exploits they're using in the game right which are not fair or in the spirit I of the, the contest I think the bigger problem is that Sixers for whatever joy they announce what they're gonna do with Oasis yeah. if they win it and their Which objectives is are the ethos of yeah. what yeah, gregarious so they, uh, systems or holiday wanted which is they would plus they would do the start doing only, charging for yeah they start yeah. charging a monthly fee and which also, is fine I mean and they shouldn't but okay. all the privacy within the game would have yeah. been lost is the second thing which I can't believe has we have lost it in 2016 <laughs> how yeah. in 2044 it's still hey protected. someone brought it back right <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that also seems like you know unbelievable in, yeah, in today's yeah. environment especially exactly. I mean uh, I don't know what in, in 2011 when the book was published at that time these NSA uh, revelations I don't know if they were public or not <laughs> I don't think but, so but uh, ever since well, the NSA revelations were made yeah, like yeah. everybody knows that you know on, on the internet privacy is a myth yeah, yeah even if it is not government based which is nsa which we have found out everyone knew google is tracking your habits yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe for good or bad that's you know a separate discussion but you know your habits are being tracked the sites you go to are being looked at Correct. based on that you are being thrown advertising which suits you yeah, and there is a profile of you yeah, yeah. The profile everyone is, is being, profiled yeah. online yeah. yeah so look at this i mean they're charging a monthly fee i mean they want to charge a monthly fee yeah. if they gain control of oasis which seems like the stupidest thing to do for any corporation to make money what you should do ideally is just start throwing ads everywhere yeah. track everybody no actually halliday had a good business model yeah. if he's yeah. worth 280 billion dollars yeah. obviously his company it's working. is working fine it's working yeah which yeah, yeah. is but make would, the oasis I mean, me and charge for things in yeah. So if um, the IOI people, if they gain control of OSS and they start charging a monthly fee, think about the state of the world. Nobody has any money. There right. are plenty of people like yeah. our hero. Yeah. On food who, coupons. Yeah. Who have to go to like, right to other planet and kill these stupid monsters to gain three yeah. coppers and some experience points. So if you look at that, then charging a monthly fee is alienating your user base, which right. um, no company that wants to make yeah. money would yeah. do. Yeah. But it does set them up as opponents to be hated immediately. Yeah. Right? They're so, going to a monthly fee. Yeah. Not saying Facebook is even... <laughs> <laughs> but they have done well to make it free and charge it based on you know so many other ways yeah, to monetize yeah. your users so if you get to the yeah. billions like Oasis had 
like this is like the worst announcement to make in the beginning <laughs> that you know you if we win we are going to start charging right. the users like just doesn't make sense i'm sure they could have just hidden their intentions yeah. till they won essentially yeah. that's what i mean like and it uh, may be one of the plot holes of the book as to why this corporation is driven to announce all the evil intentions up front right yeah so i think there are a, a few lame you know these story premises which have been set up just to separate evil from good yeah. and you know like i think there's one point in the story which also again reads so wrong that uh, at one point ioi actually gets one of the keys before yep. our protagonist gets and he then says that i am going to commit suicide now like really now <laughs> like you have lived in the stacks for all these years and just because you may not win the contest yeah. now you're going to go up to the it was actually the... the last key and the last gate which even is then what like they like the worst case is yeah. that ioi's will win now and they'll start charging like is that reason enough for you to now commit suicide and the whole i think the whole setup is to now later say that and we'll discuss this that how he actually then decides to indenture himself and all yeah. that so we'll come to that but like yeah. saying that oh i'm ready to now commit suicide because they have one key is just like these lame you know setups they that are but see, imagine done. the plot in the way it's been put right oasis is everything to these people like right. it's their only escape from the real well, world which is by shit. then <laughs> like, not that rich no no he's, he's not still, really that rich he yeah. makes a lot of money but then he has a lot of expenditures also because yeah. his oasis rig well, is like well he can go back to his stack then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can stop living in this hotel condo which is what he that is <laughs> i'm sure which is what his future vision looks like yeah, and he's yeah. like i'd rather just you know okay. yeah, not be part of that then go back to okay stacks. so we have jumped again <laughs> let's come back now so yeah. so ioi has been established clearly as a villain yeah so, so them against the rest of the world yeah, yeah so at this point i should say that i really don't like the character of wade that much yeah. uh, but um, akil do you want to talk about the other um, high five characters in this the, the so the other part. characters are artemis who is a female blogger that wade follows a lot love interest yes and a crush <laughs> as he describes no yeah uh there's also h who is wade watts's very good friend A-E-C-H. for many a e c h yes yeah. h um uh, and the other two are a little less known uh daito and, and shoto, shoto i yeah. think who are shown as brothers within the game mm. and From these other of course yeah <laughs> and these are the top 5 scorers at least for the first two keys yeah, yeah so they are called the high five because fibers. these are the f- so again another premise of the book is that there is a public scoreboard yes. so anyone yes. who finds the keys their name appear yeah. there and these are the five guys who find the keys yeah. first so yeah, parzival yeah. artemis h daisho and shoto and everyone who finds the key in succession gets like 1000 points less, less than, the, than the first person yeah. which goes on till number 5 so they are the high fivers yeah right? and after that obviously all the sixers they all the sixers have and they up. they do some really stupid things like uh, once the sixers appear they figure out that okay the pla- the key is on ludus which is yeah. the planet of education uh, what they do is they go there in their huge army bring their entire yeah. armada there mm-hmm. put some kind of dual force field thing so yeah. that nobody else can enter that Correct. that uh, tomb well, of horrors i thought that was smart why why yeah. do you think it's stupid it's no, quite it, intelligent because the planet was a non pvp zone so there could be no combat there to actually kill any of them no but so, uh, the thing is you know i think at, as as this some at some point in the book the i think wade does say that they have a complete lack of subtlety so mm-hmm. if they figured it out that yeah. there is the key is there on this planet 
just go one by one you know land at different right. points and yeah. then assemble yeah. here yeah. keep going in slowly nobody will find out that the key is there it's not yeah. like you're doing a video I, I but think, i think i think the first key they themselves didn't know how yeah. to handle they it. found it last i believe yeah. after and, and they everyone were happy, like yeah. five people already had the key yeah. so they knew now everyone will know yeah, you so might as well establish this and plus the whole too. contest was still a mystery as to what exactly is going to happen yeah, yeah. about yeah. if you get key. a key also yeah so i think they just came over prepared and like you said very unsubtle yeah so yeah that that was just totally you know like it's it's almost as if once like again, an indian like, villain yeah this this organization has to do everything possible to make everybody hate them you know that they they just can't like they have all these people all these holiday experts over there right. not one of them would suggest something as simple as guys let's just do this quietly yeah, like. let's not attract attention and let's just get on the scoreboard right. and move on like yeah. i would have loved to see a player within the ioi ranks like you know who is sorrento or who is you know passionate about what holiday is actually doing rather than just being a corporate slave Right. who has no thoughts of his own is just a number he's okay with that yeah, yeah. they maybe there are they never went into yeah, that like part of maybe the... that could have been explored as you know like the bad guys have one guy on the yeah, good guys side that's where the book suffers because of the first person narrative yeah, yeah. yeah. i think another point to bring out right now is that there's a movie being made on this yeah, yeah. Uh, and actually you know they've got the best people so warner brothers producing spielberg mm. directing, directing it, yeah. and ernest kleisen writing the screenplay with somebody else i don't yeah. remember which other films Two that other, other writers i think yeah. yeah so apparently the plot of the film will be a little different from the book itself mm-hmm. in fact if you go to imdb and see the movie is going to release in 2018 yeah. and you see the characters you actually can't see h in it yeah so h has been changed to another name i believe this yeah but it, you know if you read some yeah. of these blogs that mm. other character is supposed to be wearing uh, ioi clothes mm. so it seems like there is some other storyline yeah. which is going to be done so maybe spielberg in his mm. right mind will fix all these plot holes and actually <laughs> Uh, you know fix yeah. the book problems but again we are discussing the book today so yeah. there yeah. are these big loopholes in it yeah plenty of them uh, so uh, i mean it's been way too long i huh. suppose we should talk about the first key and how to get it on yeah. all that right yeah, sure so um, which of you wants to do it so okay i'll go so so five years have gone uh, no key and our protagonist parzival who has no money to go anywhere except the school he is studying in yeah. which is on a planet called lutus that's how it's pronounced in the yeah. audio book <laughs> lutus <laughs> yeah lutus <laughs> okay. so he is on that planet and it turns out that in his latin class he gets to understand that lutus also means something else what what to learn i think yeah to learn and to then learn. Yeah. and then somehow he connects it to the first clue that yeah. halliday had left and it turns out that the first key is on the same planet so yeah. and then he has to explain to us the readers that maybe holiday <laughs> wanted some student to find it so whatever again one of those yeah. plot points to make sure it's you convenient know like for the yeah convenient for yeah. the protagonist to actually find the key so you know i should also mention that this very conveniently happens about one or two months before he's supposed to graduate and go out in the real world right, yeah. no so he has finished no his education money. also yeah. <laughs> almost almost <laughs> yeah he says that you know i have yeah. enough points yeah, now yeah, that yeah, i'll get graduate. my diploma Correct. so yeah and then he also says that you know he won't really get a real job anywhere yeah, really so might as well yeah So, so very conveniently like yeah. he finds this place yeah. right so it turns out all the clues are related to 80s pop trivia yeah. uh, so the first key actually turns out that it is set in the planet lutus where he is studying and since he doesn't have money to go to any other planet he d- he just has to apparate no what is the word transport teleport, transport. Transport. <laughs> teleport using yeah. some other books yeah. reference teleport okay. yeah. that, <laughs> so that's how to, they make money right yeah. they so just teleport to just another school uh, and it that that gate is very close to that other school yeah. and it turns out that the gate is based on a dungeon and dragon uh, 
theme or scenario. a story scenario, scenario yeah, yeah. called Tomb, Tomb of, of Horrors. Horrors. Tomb yeah. of Horrors. Mm. So he enters it and again because one of Halliday's favorite game is Joust which mm. he is an expert at. Yeah. He enters the tomb, he knows where the which way to go. He finds the Joust game, mm. he plays it, beats the whatever the big yeah. villain in, yeah, in that on game. the last life not to mention. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, I don't think any of the keys he got it like in the first go. He is yeah. always on the last life or yeah. the last minute and he then somehow makes it. Yeah. And that's how he gets the key. So yeah, as soon as our uh, hero finds it, Artemis gets the key and yeah. then suddenly um, H also figures it out, gets it. Yeah, so H figures it out because H knows how poor yeah. So Percival is so if he yeah. found the key it must the key must be in this planet only yeah so then somehow he connects it and then he yeah. finds the yeah. key yeah, but he does they... give him a hint right no he find, gives no, him no, a he hint. gives him a hint when a, H is actually inside the tomb ah, of horrors yeah, and okay. he's about to go on in. how to beat him in Joust, Joust. yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, after that uh, they these two know some loudmouth character who just goes, I rock. Yeah, I rock. Who yeah. goes <laughs> posts on message boards right. that you know the the guy who did it is from the planet uh, right. Lutus or whatever, and then everybody else figures it out clearly because you know that that's the only hint that everybody needs. Right. Yeah. It sits there. And yeah. then these Daisho and Shoto. Yeah, it's Daito and Shoto. They're known as Daisho because they're brothers. Yeah. Right? They're oh, inseparable. Right. So yeah. Daito and Shoto. Yeah. So. so these two also like based on those rumors they deduce it and then eventually the Sixers figure it out yeah. and then there's total chaos but I think this kind of makes sense if you look at how yeah. game forums really work if there's like an easter egg people are not able to solve someone will throw a hint on the forums yeah. and everyone ends up doing that same old thing again yeah, and again and again once again don't you think they're very conveniently there's this uh, really dumb character Irok who just yeah. goes and you know screams that's about that's his entire everything. existence yeah. in the book right yeah. he's just there yeah, for he's that there section only for this one part yeah, yeah. where he reveals who correct first there's a fight with Wade to put him that he doesn't like Wade right. you know yeah. put that there's that I'm, I'm more of a nerd than you correct yeah. Fight, yeah and then there's this that he leaks the info yeah. Which brings down. So, so again, a movie reference. The character who has been slotted to play Irock is really good. So he's that T.J. Miller who was in uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. I mean, it fits that. What's his character name in Silicon Valley? Um, he's the guy who owns the house in which all these startups um, are. Uh, so, anyways, Bachman. So, yeah, Bachman. So, <laughs> so Bachman is Irock. Arlik Bachman. Yeah, yeah Arlik Bachman. So he actually like is quite a fit character. Correct, so, yeah. so that's a good casting in the film. So I look forward to seeing him. But I don't the... know how that could be someone's online persona, really. So right. If you were <laughs> making big. an online persona, why, why would, would you, you make it <laughs> like that guy? I'm sorry, Arlik Bachman, but <laughs> we need a fitter looking <laughs> online character. I mean, maybe he's lost weight for the role. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so the first key is found not just by our high fives, but then the sixers obviously yes. yeah. know where. And where within a now. couple of days, they say that a lot of people are on the scoreboard. Yeah, suddenly yeah. there are like 20 more names on the scoreboard. And they're all the sixers because yeah. they yeah. have blockaded the entrance, entrance to the Tomb of Horrors and Correct. they are getting their own people to know. And yeah. unfortunately, and then, uh, there was yeah. only one Tomb of Horrors yeah. on Ludus. So. And uh, this planet happens to be a place where you can't fight other characters, you can't yeah. attack yeah. them. So Since it's a school yeah, they zone. put a force field and then all these gunters, they get. So, yeah. so at this point, pretty yeah. much, uh, this is the five versus sixers now. Yeah. Everyone else in the whole hunt is now out because yeah. the top yeah, five. I mean, <laughs> it's, I, I couldn't understand that also. I mean, why couldn't the complete outsider just pop up at the second key, get yeah. the second key yeah. first, and then go through with it? It's it's not like uh, I think they tried that with Daito and Shoto. Like yeah. he tried to write them as complete outsiders. We never knew till they showed up on the leaderboard. Right. 
but they just didn't yeah, they evolve their characters involved. a little they should have been well, but yeah. anyway so that's where key 1 was found and now mm. on to key 2 so the hint for key 2 was akil you need to take this so the hint was in sector 7 of the game world as it's explained so the game world is described as cubes sitting in a rubik cube formation and the way to get the key is a zork game now zork is a mud i think the way it was back in the day where you type text commands on a screen to go through an adventure so, so again one of those 80s games correct so i think Which i don't know if show happened. notes but we'll put all this in the show notes <laughs> yeah, if there yeah, is yeah. one yeah. else you can google it yeah <laughs> so zork was one of the most famous games and i think it can be played on the web in uh, for free these days yeah emulators are available yeah so so tip download meme Hmm. which is the most famous yeah. emulator for all these but i think zork works in the browser someone has no so uploaded. all these games work in the browser but uh, if you have any interest in playing games from that era download yeah, one of yeah. these uh, emulators like mame and you have yeah. all the games so like the game in the first key was joust right which This was a coin operated game back then right so that's also something if any of our listeners want to play please go ahead it's quite right. a difficult game i've tried it so <laughs> see i've not had much experience with uh, 80s at all like honestly like you know by the time i was a teenager like i was already into age of empires and games like oh that oh my god um, you guys are young <laughs> no no i have played some of those yeah, wrestling so, games I mean, on uh, coin operated machines tell me from like strictly from like a, a perspective of people who have really checked out these games who, uh, like when they were from popular from perspective of you being old <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just a very you know, not nice way to say it but yeah uh, Uh, so tell me from that perspective uh, like all the all the trivia that's in the book like is it actually trivia that only nerds and geeks would know or is it trivia that was like quite popular like i know for example that pacman pretty much everybody would know of course yeah, is it yeah. that level of trivia I, I think is it, it is like, like full spectrum like there are some yeah. pieces that even if you were growing up in middle america in the 80s you wouldn't know and there are some like in india we know about many yeah, of these references yeah. we know like some of here. the names i have never heard like black tiger game that's yeah. mentioned eventually yeah. hmm. like i have never heard of it but i looked it up after right. reading about it in the book hmm. and i don't think i've ever seen it at an arcade and even if i would have seen it i don't think i would have played it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no but the references yeah. are not just for games there are so many references Books. to movies like war of games yeah, yeah. Uh, war, war games war games sorry yeah. war games and then there's reference to John Hughes movies like Ferris Bueller's Day yeah, Off yeah. or Sixteen Candles and all like everyone knows about these Correct. pieces of references. There is a big plot item revolving around the group uh, musical band Rush. Mm-hmm. You know, Correct. very famous. Probably everyone knows uh, about that band as well. So and then Monty Python. So mm-hmm. obviously there are many references to these kind of trivia items which everyone knows. And then there are games like Black Tiger or yeah. Adventure, Adventure or. Uh, Zork or Joust, which not many in India yeah. know. So, like for us Indians, and I had a ZX Spectrum in the 80s, in which all these games were ported by you mm. know by the Spectrum people. Mm. So, uh, all these games are there. Like I, I looked it up. All these games were available uh, when we were growing up. We had some other games which we used to play, but they were available for Spectrum. Right. Uh, we obviously grew up on Mario, which is not referenced in this book. Not know? at all. Yeah. yeah. Pac-Man, which is You, there was like, very, there's there's a a very few Nintendo references overall. Yeah, that yeah, that leads me to believe that you know. No, I because Nintendo was... wasn't very big in US at that point. It started with Atari and Commodore, which probably, were really big yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. And Ernest Cline probably was born in the 70s, and yeah. that's why his all his references in this book relate to what he 
you know uh, grew up on like Correct. the, the, yeah, the, the uh, pop culture of both of you are interested in in the movie don't you think it's going to be some kind of an intellectual property nightmare to acquire all yes. of these rights oh, i don't no, think so they maybe can the mention... plot line also maybe yeah. change because of that because yeah, it's yeah. owned by warner brothers but if you see mm. the references they are all over yeah. from star wars to star trek to i don't think they're going to, to the name drop any to... of these <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, to even Spielberg films, yeah. you know, like there's a lot of references to Spielberg films. So yeah. they may get some of them. In fact, one of the Ernest Klein's uh, uh, interviews, he even says that you know there's a big reference to War Games, which mm. are not owned by Warner Brothers. Yeah. So he's gonna use some other movie mm. with the same premise ah. because you know some of them are interchangeable. Yeah. Mm. Like War Games references that uh, our protagonist has to actually mouth the dialogues yeah. of the whole movie yeah. to actually win the next key yeah. and he has to mouth it based on what what are what was the name michael j fox has mm. to stay in war yeah, game yeah, right yeah. so in the movie i think the spielberg movie they'll replace it with a license of a film they have with something spielberg yeah. owns probably or warner brothers owns or warner brothers yeah. owns yeah. Mm, yeah so um, and yeah i think we were at the second key, yeah. right so, so they uh, first you play the game you win yeah, the game so you had to the play the zork game sorry by the way in key one after winning the jaus game he has to play war games ha he has yeah. to open so, the gate actually yeah. we didn't open the gate that. Yeah, yeah. that so you to get the next key he yeah. has to now open the next first gate ha. and at the first gate he gets the clue to the next key next key so correct. to get open the first gate he has to flick sync war games where he has to mouth dialogues of war games and then he gets the key <laughs> yeah, which yeah. honestly i think is a brilliant concept yeah. right like it is someone... it sounds really fun but yeah. when you actually play through it like when maybe you not have in to, that like, detail sync it it'll be like one of those dance dance revolution type <laughs> games yeah i guess maybe not in that detail but like if you got to live out in a movie right like play it out as a movie look honestly yeah but can i say like like if there's a like take any new film right now i don't know if you guys have seen moana or any of these I new films not, which have no. come out mm. like i can imagine those six scenes that you would like to enact yeah. and all that but to enact like a two hour no, no. film this where there are boring for, parts no no this is not for every movie <laughs> yeah, like yeah. maybe you could do it with a lot of the fantasy movies Yeah, but like no the play the Lord of the like Rings movies. Yeah, but you know, even Lord of the Rings movie had to cut down so much from the book because I, it's I not really enough. But you're not sitting. You're not sitting through. You're actually playing a role. Like pick yeah. any character from the movie and play the role throughout the movie. But think it about it. It may be interesting. You in know, in war games, Michael J. Fox never gets punched in the face. Now imagine <laughs> if you have to flick sync a film where the protagonist gets punched in the face. Like, do you It's want to part really? of the movie? <laughs> yeah, and very nicely they also ignore facts like. Well, they say that you know you get extra points for hundred yeah. points for mm. tone and inflection yeah, if you get yeah, it right. right. Uh, but the problem is that I mean think about us like we are, we are all Indians so yeah. our accent is Indian so <laughs> <laughs> half the time we will probably say the word like in our mind will be right but the actual pronunciation will be wrong. Well, that's so, that's where the negative point comes. <laughs> you got fine. the dialogue yeah. right but and, minus uh, five. For but you. yeah, I mean in in a very rare flash of self criticism. Uh, Artemis I think says in the book that you know she was actually unhappy that she couldn't play the woman's role yeah. she had to play yeah. the man's yeah. role that's good yeah. yeah that's that's one place where I think yeah, at like, least the author saw through the fact that okay, yeah, there are other are things that that need to be there it's not all <laughs> that plot driven right. you know so, so actually yeah. if you just look at it then key to is similar yeah. they have to go to another planet on another sector play another game then what then instead of a flexing movie they have to enact they have to play another game in yeah, real life yeah i think black tiger is at the end of key 2 yeah which is uh, the gate the second gate where 
they have to play as the character in black tiger right. i think that was the part yeah, like, instead of the entire game, game yeah. instead of playing yeah. a 2d game you have yeah. to be you are the inside a yeah, actual yeah. setting yeah once again i mean our lead character is a master of that gets yeah. it right in the first try <laughs> i even mean though even though the last life <laughs> i don't know how well i would do in some of the games i'm good at if yes. i was actually inside the game right <laughs> because Well, I guess it all depends on how well Oasis is built and what kind of controls yeah, it has. Yeah, take any 2D game, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, for example, take Mario. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's not a good idea to be falling through a take, drain pipe. Take <laughs> Contra. <laughs> take Contra for that example, yeah, right? Which Contra, is closer so to Black Tiger, I guess. In first person, like in in yeah. in a VR yeah, setting, where you are the one who's shooting everybody. Yeah. It's impossible to like get any kind of mastery over that, like in in the first go. So yeah, again. so suspension of disbelief. Yeah. <laughs> we we agree that it is tough, but he somehow does it. Yeah, and Hence he key gets two. the. But uh, key two is first solved by Artemis, right? Key yeah. two is first solved by Artemis. Yes. So he has that, wasted, I think, six months before being in love with being her. in love with Artemis. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah. So here, I mean, let's just roll out uh, of the game, roll out of Oasis, and go to the real world. In the real world, um, in this time, his house has been blown up. His yeah. evil aunt and mm. uh, all of the uh, family members that he had over there, uh, everybody has pretty much died. Uh, the sweet lady also died, so that's the only bit of regret for him. The Agreed. sweet lady who used <laughs> yeah. to let me sleep in her house and give me food has died. <laughs> and Easter egg yeah. tips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else was chalo koi baat. Yeah, and very nicely he decides. Okay, I was in my hideout, so I got away. So now I should move away mm. from this. And all his advertising money has rolled in, so he takes a bus and he goes to the nearest town. Oregon. Oregon. No. No. Columbia. Columbus. Yeah, somewhere Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. Columbus. Yeah. Columbus. He actually is... chooses it because it's closer to the GSS servers. Yeah. So he gets yeah. a lag-free connection, yeah. and he so also. So there are internet problems even in 2044. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the best way to solve it is why don't you go close to the ISP? Yeah. <laughs> and so, get I a mean, direct uh, line. Yeah. Before we get to that part, uh, didn't you guys think that it was a bit unrealistic that you know roads are still functional and there are buses going with six armed guards taking like uh, people from one place to the other uh, right. by a road? Uh, But I think they mentioned that only some roads are maintained, hmm. which is and also like when you have started believing in. that someone <laughs> can, can actually become an expert in everything under the sun, yeah. then I guess the roads can be yeah. pliable. I think yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the roads going in the other direction all are broken. Yeah. So the buses from his stacks to the Columbus town. That's all. Right. So anyway, once he gets there, you know our uh, paranoia expert somehow gets a internet connection that's uh, not owned by IOI, so that they can't track him. Right. And he also, which uh, he doesn't know at that point, yeah. that they tracked him. He just, yeah, he just, he just guessed that he's extra probably, careful yeah. on not taking a IOI connection. Yeah, yeah. So a privacy whisk kid uh, gets that connection. He uh, gets some kind of a crazy iron war door or something. Yeah, uh, a extra, security door. Yeah, for extra protection. Orders everything online. Does not go outside the house at yeah. all. She Shaves his hair, yeah. shaves his eyebrows because yeah. who can be bothered with Shave, hygiene? Shaves his body hair, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, falls in love with uh, our character Artemis, mm. and uh, they, it's it's a very. I thought it was a very silly love story. Yeah, so between key one and key two, I think this happens. They fall actually fall in love. Yeah. They start yeah. spending a lot of time together. They go to a charitable ball, which is. Being held by Org Ogden Morrow, yeah. so this is another yeah. character we haven't discussed. Yeah. But he was Halliday's partner in GSS. They started the company together, and Halliday and Ogden actually stopped being friends for the last ten years yeah. or six years of Halliday's life. Yeah. So uh, Ogden still obviously, but he sells all his shares, so he doesn't yeah. own yeah. GSS right now. Yeah. He's just a rich dude living in some. Rivendell style <laughs> set up somewhere, yeah, yeah, mansion in Oregon. So yeah. right now, so Ogden Morrow is in Oregon. Yeah. So he organizes a ball every year on his birthday. So Correct. 
you know yeah so these two very narcissist yeah. of him to yeah, yeah. <laughs> to do this he invites all the people again this is done in the oasis inside yeah, the oasis yeah. mm-hmm. so artemis and uh, parzival end up being at the ball yeah. confessing their love for each other where ioi suddenly attacks yeah. and ogden moro being ogden moro and having special rights inside oasis kills <laughs> all ioi members but Doesn't, somehow yeah, it doesn't kill anybody else uh, yeah and yeah. somehow you know uh, creates this panic in artemis's mind that what the f we are doing mm. you know yeah. romancing be, around we should be trying to get the key and correct. she yeah. says i'm not going to meet keep the company out yeah. of ioi's yeah. hand this is not right yeah. our love is not meant to be i'm going back <laughs> our goal is to get <laughs> yeah. the 20 to 80 billion dollars but i think the bigger <laughs> problem there is she doesn't want him to fall in love with her persona which mm. is what is portrayed like yeah, we are not the people our that. personas are which is what yeah, they keep repeating yeah she is a little bit of a whiny girl in that sense you yeah. know like i don't get it so like if this is the persona she wants to portray herself in oasis what is wrong with someone falling in love with that persona because all your lives are currently in the oasis so this is where you live this is what you look like this is what you do yeah so that so, particular part aside i thought that artemis was overall a pretty strong character yeah no no they that had she to, was that i agree yeah, she no. was quite a strong character in even in her perspectives of the book whenever she's spoken of as in first person she's quite good she's also shown as intelligent and she gets to the third key bef- second key second before, key before well, so yeah wait well there is another female character in this book yeah <laughs> the only other For female spoiler. character in the <laughs> character. we didn't mention it because of the spoilers yeah. so. well it's like the not the elephant in the room but certainly <laughs> a character we need to discuss because yeah. h yeah. turns out that instead of being this hip white dude inside the oasis is actually as cliche as it gets yeah. she is a she she is black and she is gay yeah. so i mean like ernest line instead of creating more characters just said are chalo let's throw in all these <laughs> cliche characters into one and get over with it so. and she is constantly on the run from something or the other living in an rv right so uh, even when uh, sorrento is profiling these guys they don't have any info on age right which further promotes that mystery like who is age really right. why can't yeah, they I mean, find uh, him actually, or her? you know okay i can understand that uh, why he did all of this the or why the writer you know chose to hide the character till the end i thought it was all right i was actually fine with it no no um, as a character is fine yeah. it's just yeah. that again the lack of characters and just mm. trying to say there's only one strong girl character in the whole book yeah. where there are hundreds of characters just like you know shows how much artemis is strong in this world where mm. it's pretty much still ruled by you know white dudes yeah. but uh, on so the other side what? it is a good character uh, artemis is all of us have read or listened to the book twice right at least yeah. Yeah. so yeah. on the second time when you knew that h is is a woman and is black and is gay right. uh, when you were reading the character did you feel that okay this is actually this could be a woman as well and this is not a no, man no i think they did no. well though. i think it was pretty gender neutral yeah, in exactly. that yeah. Yeah. So in, yeah. in fact yeah. in in between they go out of the way to show he's a dude by saying yeah. that Parsival is jealous that Artemis likes Ace yeah, so much yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. jealous and also yeah. I think they once or twice try to enforce that you know like don't even think <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. overall I thought the character is gender neutral but I thought they did try to force that notion through that okay yeah. this is a guy you have to think of it as a guy <laughs> and eventually we'll surprise I guess that straight. part comes through when Parsival says that we've discussed women together yeah. so many times <laughs> right so you know that's trying to enforce intimate details yeah, about uh, yeah, product, yeah. so So yeah, Artemis overall uh, pretty strong. Um I really like the fact that 
she is not one of those people who relies on anybody else yeah, her own yeah. research is there and also towards the end if you remember um, she reveals that she has a hard copy of all her research notes correct, right? correct. which is something that none of the other characters correct, have, have yeah. everything in inside in the oasis, oasis yeah. itself so yeah uh, she gets to uh, key the to first, first and also uh, the and game. they had separated by then so yeah. Uh, yeah. so he was living in his own life trying to get fitter i guess mm. yeah he put and an exercise lock on yeah. his oasis haptic suit <laughs> yeah. and yeah eventually became all buff and you know, i don't think i would put an exercise lock on anything <laughs> i own <laughs> well if there's a chance you will get 280 billion dollars of the mvo award so but then he gets the second key and yeah. things are fine again and uh, yeah at this point uh, they iowa is the first uh, company to find the third key yeah and uh, they somehow uh, reach the third gate and in typical iowa fashion they go and blockade the entire yeah. place which is castle uh, and anorak, anorak yeah. yeah so they blockade the entire place nobody can get in and they have some crazy artifacts yeah. uh, that doesn't let anybody get in at all even though everybody So it's a it. special shield they have yeah, the force shield again yeah they they bought online or something and it's impenetrable so yeah. no so, can get <laughs> no so we have to discuss the whole indenture thing because that yeah, is probably the most interesting but this part happens yeah, before this that happens right before so, the, the, right the then the, okay yeah so yeah, yeah. ioi has now got the third key yeah. the third key leads them to a gate which is in castle anorak yeah. and it has been some time maybe weeks months years yeah. that they have actually got to castle anorak blocked it completely so that no other gunter can now get mm. into castle anorak even if they find the key yeah correct and now situation is getting desperate that if castle anorak which is a pvp zone yeah. and they have all the resources in the world who can actually penetrate that correct whatever force field that they've created so our, who else yeah so our <laughs> protagonist comes up with an idea which is so far fetched but actually a good plot point yeah, actually i yeah. found this the most interesting bit of the book and again like we mentioned the story around the uh, uh, the suicide and that as soon as the ioi gets the key and they can he says i'm going to commit suicide at this point if they get through the gate like leads to him now deciding that now that the game is pretty much lost what we need to do is what he needs to do is actually get himself arrested in the real world <laughs> get into ioi's indenture become their employee yeah and then hack into ioi's <laughs> system and then find out how to beat the force field around castle anorak yeah. now it seems a little far fetched but it is actually explained well in so the so like how did he get into the system he bought a back door <laughs> access to the whole system from leet hackers <laughs> warehouse <laughs> yeah so this is the plot but point this so is, this is you know it's very silk road online sort yeah. of stuff so. yeah so instead of using these stupid names if he had yeah. used a little better way to explain how he did it, it it would have looked real yeah. really nice but the idea is that castle anorak is now taken over by ioi yeah. so to infiltrate that the only way to do it is from inside ioi's physical premise mm-hmm. where their office is so what he does is he manipulates the system to show that he actually owes money yeah. to ioi in he the physical world yeah. and he has defaulted so ioi's police yeah. comes and arrests him <laughs> yeah. and make him an employee in ioi's offices and he has to serve out his life working for them so that he can pay them back Yeah it's like slave labor. Yeah, yeah. slave Can't labor and he is now inside their intranet yeah. because he is an employee there and through the back door entries he got from Leetaxers warehouse <laughs> he actually <laughs> circumvents the system <laughs> enters their system plants like a real whatever like a back door yeah it's whatever like a bomb inside <laughs> yeah i know it sounds all far fetched but suffice to say he finds a loop 
hole yeah. to actually bring down the uh, force field. I have to add that if they put this part in the movie, I'd like to see him type lead hacksaws <laughs> there <laughs> on a computer. <laughs> you know, like uh, like one of the things I notice is that wherever they come out of the VR world and yeah. actually the events are happening in real world, like the stacks mm. getting blown up, him becoming indentured, or his even his life. on the bus journey in yeah, that hotel yeah. where he has those gates which are outside the vr world they somehow were more interesting than what he was doing yeah. in the vr world mm. because there is no actual fear for the character in the vr character. vr world right mm-hmm. because all he can do is actually die and mm-hmm. you know you know he can recreate his avatar try it again whatever mm. but in real world he can actually die like there are real dangers in the real world so that part i actually enjoyed much yeah and yeah eventually uh, there's a massive yeah. battle Yeah, that that yeah, battle was probably one actually. of the high points of the book. Yeah, uh, yeah. Inside Oasis, yeah. outside Oasis, of course, I like you said. I, even I enjoyed that part where he goes and infiltrates Iowa. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a massive battle where all these people with all their crazy weapons, like he sends an email to the entire Oasis yeah, world, right. and everybody responds, and everybody's against the yeah. Sixers. They, and they like, hate Iowa so much that yeah. <laughs> everyone <laughs> comes to their help. Yeah, everybody comes to die basically. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this uh, very satisfying battle. At the end of which, another artifact bought on eBay or something. <laughs> yeah, come uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 so yeah. IOI detonates an antimatter explosive of some. No, what is that term? Cataclysm. Yeah, the, the cataclysm. Yeah. 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 The so cataclysm. they. Uh, ex- so they have an artifact which, when ignited, executed, yeah. actually kills every avatar in some area around entire that sector. Yeah, entire, entire sector. sector. Yeah. So, so everyone dies, including yeah. Parsival. Yeah, and yeah. then yeah, of course that coin that From he had. From that Pac-Man game yeah. comes in handy. <laughs> yeah, it's Deus ex machina. Yeah, you get one extra life. So here you are with no <laughs> thing. Yeah. Every everything you had. Everything is gone, you had is destroyed. But yeah. you, you he comes back to life. Uh, which is a good reference yeah, because it's yeah. a video game. You have another yeah. quarter, right? That's so true. you can actually. Like play But again. the part that followed was quite silly. That the gate was in the air and he couldn't yeah. reach it. Yeah. I mean that wasn't needed, needed really. Yeah. He could it have was just got there. unnecessary drama creation. Like mm. oh, I need to find it before IOI comes back. Yeah. Then so, uh, while this all of this is going on, uh, Ogden Morrow has invited all these people to his uh, Rivendell world. Yeah. yeah. And Which is also sitting. stupid because yeah. like. Every reference in the book, like you are saying, you know, war games, and you are saying Russian and all that. For Rivendell, he had to explain Rivendell like in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like, come on, man! <laughs> like, if at this point your like readers are still reading the book, yeah. <laughs> this is not in Oasis, right? So he thought maybe a yeah, maybe we are stupid. In Oasis, only we get it. In the real life, we have to explain what Rivendell is. <laughs> yeah. So uh, all of these uh, characters, uh, Shoto. and Artemis Parzival and H all these people are in uh, Ogden Morrow's house yeah. and they're all fighting this massive battle from there so after all, everybody dies except for our dear friend Parzival mm. uh, what happens is somehow uh, route audio to uh, Parzival so that all these people are helping yeah, him out right. and before he goes into the last gate he tells the entire world that I'll share all my spoils with uh, yeah. these three people yeah. and uh, very nicely Ooh, the uh, hero becomes a bit more heroer yeah <laughs> and io becomes a little more villainer yeah. yeah so the other people didn't have a problem with this honestly yeah. except for artemis who said that you know what's the guarantee that you're going to honor yeah. this promise which yeah. is again like i said i don't know why she was becoming so whiny so yeah. he actually got himself arrested yeah. went into in danger actually physically but i think he said this before she, all of this he said i will share my winnings with you before 
the indenture part and no, no 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 it is like at the last moment before he is going yeah, in last that, moment and yes. this whole indenture is much before because he has to come explain okay, okay, where okay. he was all right, these weeks right, when right, he was right, indenture right. yes. when age comes to pick him right. up yeah. yeah so all of that happened mm-hmm. and uh, after that yeah finally a hero goes in there and uh, i forgot so what was the last one which is adventure yeah, yeah. adventure yeah, yeah, yeah. i forgot so this actually that. last scene is <clears throat> reminiscent of uh, indiana jones and the last crusade <clears throat> because he enters a room where there are all the consoles of the world yeah, so there correct, are correct correct ataris yeah. commodores spectrums all the machines and gaming consoles from the 80s and then when he says some magic word or whatever like all these light up hmm. and then he knows the console to pick up and play the last game is on an atari uh, the game adventure yeah. so it's like last crusade where parsival or whoever found like the last crusade harrison ford enters into hmm. that where the holy grail is and okay. he has to choose a cup you know like exactly like that he has to do that i don't know if you got that reference mm. so he does that he like plays atari plays adventure of course wins mm. it because he has yeah. played that game Got thousands it. of times oh, yeah. he is an yeah. expert in that game also and actually there's a reference to Mon- monty python also so one yeah, of the yeah. things he has to do is enact monty python yeah enact the entire yeah. holy monty python yeah monty python, yeah, yeah. and of course yeah. uh, sorrento is like nine minutes behind yeah. him or something yeah. so there is a little bit of like this yeah. time based challenge going on but yeah and then ultimately he wins and gains control of yeah, voices yeah. or whatever and yeah the police comes after that yeah. and arrest him into just like a hindi movie no but you haven't mentioned that he's actually stolen files from IOI which yeah, talk yeah. about the Zeta murders bites. of yeah. course that abides because yeah. Zeta bites. because the video of Daisho being killed required some <laughs> like, 80 terabytes of footage <laughs> <laughs> so somehow like, he needs a Zeta bite maybe it was in Nano 16k yeah, or something yeah, some crazy footage <laughs> so yeah. did you notice that there was a reference to the computers that uh, he buys later mm. and it says some crazy thing like this is some 50 gigahertz processor or i don't know if, uh, no, I didn't some, notice uh, yeah. like the flash drive is some zeta byte yeah zeta so, yeah, yeah, yeah. byte yeah, yeah. so like all the specs in that are inflated which right, i'm pretty yeah. sure is not going to come true because <laughs> yeah. ultimately but can i point, say like yeah. the way this uh, whole uh, moore's law is and the cpu speed and the storage is increasing like by 2044 like it should be like infinite you may say but it won't be there but we already hit a cap of no it's not like the clock now, speed we have sort of no, hit no, a so cap no no so they have solved that by actually somehow doing more layers in the same space yeah. so you can't add more transistors in the same yeah, yeah. whatever square area in 2d but they are now stacking them up multi cores <laughs> that's what yeah, they're doing the multi in 3d to actually keep going with moore's law of adding mm. in the same area whatever more transistors so yeah. which is it but topic I for another know. day because yeah. we should discuss singularity at yeah. some point <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe they'll call it stacks you know, don't know. <laughs> so anyways he wins the game he gets yeah. the 280 billion yeah and, and uh, of course all the bad guys are arrested the right. corporation uh, of course denies that they did yeah. anything yeah. like this but there is footage right which yeah. cannot be manipulated yeah. in 2044 <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah after getting undeniable proof uh, the bad guys for ento gets arrested and i guess they live happily ever after yeah actually they the last line is a little better because the whole book they try to say how bad the world is and like mm. their only escape is oasis and when he finally meets artemis and you know like he finds her as pretty in real life or blah blah whatever as in yeah, except for the birthmark yeah, yeah. which he thinks is actually good but not better not, than what yeah. he whatever yeah, like yeah. <laughs> and then he finally says this is the first time i didn't want to log on to the oasis again mm. Mm. Yeah. so it's the last last line like yeah. uh, will yeah. never will never become you know like casablanca's <laughs> last line but like at least they explain that you know it's not that bad if you have a companion in real life yeah. i guess so. yeah so uh, 
uh, is there anything else you guys want to cover or any more plot holes that that No I think we'll miss? we'll meet again in 2018 and <laughs> <laughs> the movie comes out <laughs> we'll reread this podcast or re-listen to this podcast and then give our opinion Yeah we we'll laugh at ourselves yeah. <laughs> that oh, time okay. saying oh the movie is so bad how I hope the movie so is good about that. Yeah, really you hope. know with Spielberg at least yeah. that's that hope is there I and I think you know like if yeah. you just think about the premise of why they're doing the film like by 2018 it's like the 40 years old who have teenagers yeah, like the people yeah. who grew up so they will go themselves because they will take their children it. they'll take their kids yeah. who are even a little bit interested in pop culture i think even the book release so, timing is pretty good right yeah, so like, box office wise yeah. they will do well and by the way there is like this at least right now there is some interest in 80s yeah, like with yeah. stranger things which came out exactly, which yeah. has again a lot of reference to the 80s Correct. did really well right yeah. because it was a good story set in a good time so there is interest in the 80s so mm. if they can hold on to it i think the same thing it. a lot of the people who grew up in the 80s on all these playing dungeons and dragons and today get to experience yeah. like a full world yeah. based around yeah. that that's why the interest it's sold right mm. like, yeah do you guys think this book will age well because i have my doubts about that no actually you know it it should because like i know it's an already in f- six mm. year five year old book and we are yeah. talking about it so it has aged five years which is like a lifetime in <laughs> book uh, whatever life with so many books which are coming out but yeah, if you but, think about uh, it it's a book set written in 2011 about the future which talks about the past yeah. so i mean as long as there's interest in the 80s yeah that's what right so in a maybe in say let's let's not look at the next 5 10 years let's right. look at say 20 30 years down the line right. when oh, people no, come no back chance. and read this then 80s references will all be dead <laughs> no right yeah, yeah. yeah i think it has a shelf life of a decade right written yeah. in 2011 probably because of the movie it will get another yeah. boost for yeah. another 3 yeah. 4 years but years. it'll eventually dwindle down to like a niche audience people yeah. who still understand some of those references yeah, grandpa no, book we'll, of, of we'll get next. old and yeah. like uh, like people like us who have interest in 80s yeah. like like you are from 90s imagine people who were born in the 2000s or at least grew up in the <laughs> yeah, 2000s yeah, yeah. Yeah, nothing will yeah. make sense to them yeah they'll be like <laughs> this old man like what is that in my day this used to be very famous yeah i mean if if anything the movie if it is done yeah. well may be remembered for much longer yeah. than the book for yeah. absolutely yeah. none of the reasons the book is good yeah, yeah. yeah. that's because it's a good movie it'll <laughs> be remembered and yeah. it's done by spielberg right yeah. like everyone yeah. would want to follow spielberg's career and right so that so concludes great. the longest podcast in the history of gadgetry <laughs> well, 60 well is this what we are going to do like an hour long podcast maybe longer now <laughs> yeah pretty much um so yeah thank you so much for listening and thank don't you. forget to follow us on facebook twitter youtube and instagram at gadgetry 60 and of course please do rate us on itunes we really really need your support The music used in this show comes via Magnus Solai Paulsen from his album called PPP PPP that's six times P which is the soundtrack of the game VVV VVV which is six times V you can go and check it out at solai.se that's S O U L E Y E .se